Good evening, or good evening, good day, and um, welcome to yet another um, Jeff Walker Books discussion. Uh, today I'm going to talk about the, um, uh, well, my whole process here about what, what I'm doing, uh, writing and uh, and discussing some other topics, like, uh, well, I've jumped the gun and um, issued out um, a new title that's coming in 2022, called Send in the Dead. Uh, that'll be about a, about a bunch of um, prisoners being sent to the front lines of uh, intergalactic war. Kind of similar to Long Lost War, but not not really. I mean, it's, um, it's totally different. It's totally like the scum of the earth going to fight aliens, essentially. And uh, they're going to learn out that there's something more going on and... Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to give away too much because I have just only started the first chapter, um, which, uh, you know, if anybody wanted to um, ask me about it or see the chapter, that's fine. Um, it's it's nothing grand yet, but <clears throat> for the most part, it's, it's still going to be a long time before that book's out, so that's why I made it for 2022. Um, so... As a writer, I know I'm not gonna go on about how poor I am about that. I've already said that so many times. I'm, 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 I'm even sick of hearing it. Um, as a writer, uh, my thought process is pretty much laid out. I, I know how things are supposed to be. I know uh, each title, and once it's out of my head, it's out of my head and into the into the book. Do I go back? Um, to re-edit it or something. The only one I've ever done that to was um, Distant Saga Trilogy, which I went back and re-edited it as much as I could. Uh, I didn't have an editor to help me with that one, and maybe it shows. So, But I, I don't want to go back and edit it again. Um, I've been back and forth on this whole issue about uh, going back to the old books and re-editing them. I see no point. They're done, they're out there, they are what they are. Um, maybe that'll change if, when and if I get an agent. <clears throat> Pardon me. But um, I, I, I'm agentless right now. I don't have an agent. Um, and I don't have an editor. Um, for now, anyway. The one editor I did have for uh, the world of Professor Dark and Miss Shadow, uh, she was... Uh, very helpful. And uh, she was a fan, so she helped. Um, and I gave her credit in the book. Uh, it seemed like you know, the right thing to do is give her some some acknowledgement that she, she helped in the process um, significantly, I think. She helped kind of tighten the characters a bit more, <clears throat> giving them some definition. Um, but, uh, yeah, as a writer, I have to... Um, it's hard for me because I'm always thinking of stories. And it's hard for me to stay focused on one story for too long unless I can finish that book all the way through. <clears throat> Excuse me again. <clears throat> My throat is just not <clears throat> clearing out right now. Um, but yeah, I, I um, the uh, books I concentrated on was The Long Lost War. Uh, I pretty much focused on that like straight on. And uh, the results are amazing because that was that's my most successful book. Um, 
oddly enough, a novella, uh, not very long. Um, then I had Your Services Required. I chipped away at that big time because I wanted to get that book out there. Uh, the book is set in like some distant future where the two AI, Malcolm and Angela, have taken over uh, Earth, uh, reduced to humans to almost nothing, and uh, they're pretty much just trying to keep them as servants for them and the robots. Um, but one guy just seems to think he's, you know, he just wants to live his life, but another guy comes in and sort of stirs it all up, and there's um, a, a love that he's looking at it from afar, and he eventually winds up with her. And the story just is about um, our humanity and what makes us human. Do we just look away, or do we get involved? <clears throat> so those two books I was I was really focused on. Uh, the World of Professor Dark and His Shadow. Uh, those short stories were um, like a love of labor for me, and... Um, they're all collected into one book now, book zero. Um, and I kind of tied it into like my other novel that's supposed to be coming. And now I've gotten a little sidetracked with the novel, um, the books, book one. I, I've gotten a little uh, sidetracked with that one. Mainly because, I don't know, um, <clears throat> I was concentrating on it for a while. And I think during the pandemic, I really had a lot of focus. Uh, that time that we had off for a good chunk, uh, I really just hankered down and started writing chapters. <clears throat> Again, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I really did. I really hungered down and did a lot of chapters for that. So that's why I say when the uh, I'm not done. I've only done about 50% of the book. Um, I'm trying to get back onto things. I'm trying to get back onto doing the books I set out to do. And it's hard because sometimes I'll have new stories jumping in my head and I feel obligated to get them on them going. But I might just like write in a chapter or two to get that story going and I'll come back to it later. But it, it, there's no worry about whether or not I'll lose the idea of what the story was. Never. As soon as I see the chapter, I'll know. Um... And that's how I work. My brain isn't like everybody else's. Um, I have stories in my head like movies or TV. Um, I really can just stop, rewind, go back. Uh, I could change things if I wanted to. Um, sometimes what I write doesn't always come out as I, I wanted. But then that's how it is. Um, even in when I was trying to draw my own comic books... The vision I had in my head wasn't exactly how it was going on the page. And sometimes you just have to accept that, because sometimes it works better in your mind than it does on the on the page. And uh, writers just have to learn to accept that too. Now, I know that uh, a lot of writers um, are trying to uh, take courses. Uh, they've got like PhDs and in English and all that. And, I, you know, and not everybody can be like that. So um, I hope it's it's not looked down on when I'm starting to write. Um, I mean, I, I know I don't have a huge um, degree in writing, 
but I, I, I have read a lot of books, and I do know um, what I want visually, how the book to be. Um, I don't get into the whole... Uh, well, I've seen a lot of writing <clears throat> that focuses too much on introspective, and uh, they get in too deep, and then you're lost because there's just so much mindless garbage that's in there. And of course, it's I call it fluff. When you put in something that doesn't belong in the book, it's fluff just to stretch out the novel. And uh, to me, that's like, well, you know, I'd rather get into the story than get into the side aspects. If I wanted the side aspects, you know, you can write another book about that. Uh, it's just doesn't seem like it's necessary in some of the stories that they stretch out novels or sorry, stretch out the, the chapters by shoving all that in. A good example are the Star Wars novels. A good hunk of the Star Wars novels, they get into like uh, a skewed thought processes and, you know, you're sitting there going, okay, but get back to the story. Why does it have to go off on like one whole chapter about nothing? <clears throat> And I think that's where they fail, um, for me anyway. I'm, I know there's a lot of people out there who love that kind of stuff, but I don't. I want to get into the action. I want to, if it's a Star Wars novel, make it a Star Wars novel. Make it fun, make it super fast, make it about action. It That's what the Star Wars universe is supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to be involved. It's supposed to have um, uh, characters that you can enjoy without having to get into, like, um, well, I don't want to say not to get any depth. I mean, you can make side novels about one character and get into that. But at the same time, it's it's like you know what kind of audience you're gunning for. So write like that. Um, that's why I write books the way I want. I want to read a book the way it's supposed to be. Um, and that's like Deep Contact, um, The Massive Planet. Uh, I started that one as an adventure. Uh, I started it right away into the adventure, which um, some people might go, well, why wouldn't you do, like, the beginning, beginning? And I'm, like, going, you know, some people like to jump right in and then backtrack. And I think that's what uh, makes it work. I think when you jump into a story, get into the heart of the action, you will grab the reader's attention. And then you can backtrack and say, this is what happened when... Uh, Case in point, Babylon 5. Babylon 5 was fantastic. You know why? Because they jumped right into the heart of the story. They're at the frontier of the uh, galaxy. They're just, you know, doing what they do. But they didn't get into the whole background of of where that all began until much later into the series, which gave you bits of uh, their history and stuff like that. To me, that's great. That's great writing. Because then the the person watching the show or reading the book gets involved. And then they start getting, oh, okay. And then they want to read more or watch more. So to me, that, that makes more sense than just outright giving it all away and leaving nothing for uh, the future books. Because then it's just like... Why am I reading this if it's if it's going to give me all the answers right away? People get bored right away and leave the book. Um, some people are loyal like that, which is great. Um, but I think the way I write, I write for action. I want this story to hit right away. Um, 
the say like the long lost war. It, I didn't punch any bones about it. I went right into the story action. I didn't give any um, history of the characters or anything like that. Um, but I am working on uh, a sequel prequel book for that one, The Long Lost War. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully those who have enjoyed the story will look forward to when and if I release that sequel prequel book. Um, and I, I will try to get that done as well. Um, it, it's I've got so many books on my plate. It's it's amazing. Um, I try to get them out as fast as I can. Uh, the more books I put out, the more I'll get noticed. I think. Um, but um, yeah, deep contact with my latest one, and then um, I'm also trying to finish my Outer Red series. Now, Outer Red was my first series I was writing about this um, Commander Red. She is um, a, a spin on Little Red Riding Hood. And uh, it's set in a, in a universe where um, it's not going to be... I want to say it's more of a sci-fi. It, well, it is a sci-fi fantasy. It, it, it'll be um, more humanoid than, you know... I tried to make it as, as much as I could as a fantasy, sci-fi fantasy. Um, and the first book got really good reviews. Second one, I don't think anyone paid attention to it. But, uh, you know, it's an, it's more involved in the second book, and I'd really encourage you to read the second book. And then the third book I released not too long ago, uh, picking up where I left off from the second. And uh, I remember a reviewer giving me... Uh, some uh, criticism about saying, well, this seems like we're jumping into the middle of a novel. Well, you kind of are. And if you didn't read the first one, why are you reading the second one? Knowing full well what I stated in the, in the uh, description, uh, this is the continuing part of a, of a series, which I you know baffles me to no end. Um, people seem to think that you can jump right into a a second novel. Um, I don't know. Like it's. I, I tried to put in a prologue, and then I I was reading an article that saying that uh, most readers don't like prologues. I'm like, <sighs> it gets a bit frustrating. So I combined one and two into a full book, so that at least there's something tangible there. They can get that on paperback or ebook. Um, the two I made into audios, so one and two, they're available on, um, Audible. And, uh, uh, the, the lady that read it did a great job. And she did, she was an actress and it was, uh, yeah, and it was, it was a fun book. I, she did the best she could. I know some people don't like the way the computer speaks. Her little companion Grimm, he's, uh, the way she did it, it made it sound more like Siri, in a way. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know if I'll make an audio of the third one, judging on the, the low response to the second one. Um, that's why I said I, I can't keep funding these things if people don't find any interest in it. Eventually, if it, you know, I do, it does find an audience, I'll go back and make audibles of it. Um, I, I need to have more encouragement to do that. So if you're looking for the next installment 
um, tell me. Uh, let me know. I need to know these things because as an author, I, I, if I don't get the feedback, I, I don't, I won't focus on it. Which is probably what happened when uh, I haven't finished the uh, last book, the last part, the Outer Red Part 4, at the, the well's end. Um, it's, it's, I'm working on it now. I'm, I'm going to work on it now, and uh, I'm going to get that series out of the way. And when it's done, it's done. Um, if anybody wants part, uh, like a second book series of that, uh, they can let me know after the end of this this book. So if you're looking forward to the conclusion of uh, Outer Red Book 1, which is what all these uh, parts are from, um, it's coming. I uh, don't think I forgot it, because I didn't. <clears throat> and I might... Um, later on combined three and four into a, another novel. So it'll be like uh, a novel of part one and part two, and then a novel or a novel of one part uh, three and four. But for now, I'll keep them separate. Um, somebody said, well, why don't you combine them all into one book? And I'm like, that, that's down the road. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm trying to maximize the storytelling, you know, like, or, you know, monetize it. Because, you know, writer needs money um, in order to keep maintaining. I wish we didn't have to need money, you know, um, but we do. Uh, and I, I'd love to have fan support. Um, if you're a fan of my books, if you've, uh, you know, read any of them, um, let me know. Um, write in. Uh, uh, go on my webpage, uh, jeffwalkerbooks.weebly.com, and... Um, Leave me a message um, on the contact board. Um, I thought about putting up a, a, a mess, a messaging system, but uh, I think it's like extra or something to put on that one. Um, I'd like to. Um, I might even make a separate page on my Facebook uh, for fans um, or uh, for anybody to ask questions. I did a long time ago, and I got, like, zip. <laughs> so I, I shut it down. And then, uh, so I thought maybe I should be more specific on what it is on my Facebook group page. Um, which is fine. And um, maybe I need to advertise that, too. In any case, uh, uh, I was... Um, I, I need the reviews to, in order for me to feel like... This is working. That uh, I'm getting some response, and I'm, I hate begging. Huh? I know it sounds like begging. Please, fans, can like no. I am. I just uh, I think writers need the feedback, and that's very important to a writer is feedback. Um, I mean, we can keep writing without the feedback, but if we want to know and engage the readers. We need to know what, um, how they felt about the book, how they, what, um, I mean, I, I've gotten a lot of response for uh, Long Lost War, um, some for the mysterious world of Professor Dark and his shadow, and, uh, you know, I had a great review for uh, the, the Massive Planet, uh, I had like a full star review from uh, this um, 
reviewer on Amazon who gave it full stars. She thought it was a great book. She loved the characterizations. And I sat there and I went, well, that's that's exactly what I was looking for. I, I want people to respond back and let me know. Um, you good or bad? I've had bad ones on there where they told me why what was wrong with it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll make sure I, I you know. Um, will I respond to you? I did at the beginning. When I first ha- started getting reviews, I started very hearing back. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, I read an article about why you shouldn't. And it made some sense. Uh, if I don't respond to you uh, <clears throat> after you leave a review, I mean, most reviewers don't like to be, you know, contacted because they feel that's breaking the, the cycle of anonymity. I guess I don't know. Um, I should um, I should put in some more reviews. I guess in my books when they're they're in there. <laughs> but you know, I. Um, I, I enjoy writing. I really do. Uh, I think it's um, a wonderful, wonderful thing, uh, writing. Um, I was trying to, uh, you know, I, I'm not good for public speaking. Uh, somebody said, you're going to have to learn how to like read your books aloud. I'm like going, yeah, but not right now because of the pandemic and everything. And plus... I can't get myself into stores anywhere where I live. I mean, there's not really a whole lot of places I can go. The library, but I mean, I live in a small town, so <laughs> there's not too many people there. Uh, I don't have an agent, so I wouldn't know how to book these things. Um, I'm still learning. It's been a long learning process. Self-publishing has been a long process for me. Uh, from like learning how to format to um, self-editing to um, doing your covers to you know I've done it all all of this is me every single bit of it like it's all me um, the, it's that's why it's so important that I, I try to convey to my readers that um, this is everything I'm pouring in is myself the stories the writing the editing the covers, the printing, everything that I can basically do myself. I can't give away stuff other than ebooks at the time because that's all I can afford. And uh, people uh, <clears throat> have commented about why can't you just uh, hand copies out? And it's like, well, because that costs money. And, uh, and I, I don't have a publisher Per se, I'm my own publisher. Um, I see all the tour books out there, just kicking ass, and the Orbital uh, publisher too, and just shoving out, um, sorry, shoving out um, books like nobody's business. Uh, you know, uh, the girl that wrote the, the Behind Blue Eyes, she's just everywhere. Uh, I praise her marketing skills, to be honest with you. She's really out there. Um, that and that other, uh, what is it, uh, Wells lady who writes all those Murderbot books. Uh, she has some, like, awesome, awesome marketing. Um, but I don't, I'm me. I'm a self-published person. I'm doing all this. Nobody else. 
So I'm trying my best. I've gotten a few out there, and I thank you all for those who have been reading my books or, you know, uh, at least dropping a comment or reviewing, uh, like Red Star Reviews. I shout out to them because uh, he was a good guy, and uh, he gave me his honest opinion. Um, and to all those, uh, you know, that gave their opinion about the book, I thank you. Um, and I hope you keep coming back to read more of my stuff and give more reviews. Uh, I feel like um, it's hard for self-publishers to get noticed because the uh, independent publishers, too, they, they kind of shove the self-published people away by uh, kind of drowning them out. And it's not fair. And it's, um, I think that Amazon's starting to um, make it hard for that, too, slightly. But not really. I mean, they, they've been very good for self-publishing, so I doubt they'd want to kill that market. But I feel like, as a self-publisher, it's it's getting harder to get the voice out there. Um, if it was, like, five years ago, it, it was much easier. But now I think the companies, these bigger companies, are starting to try to fight back and try to push out the books, trying to get these, um, these more... Um, I guess I, I hate to say it, but diverse books that are being shoved out and they're getting more noticed um, than, say, um, some of the self-published um, non-niche titles. Uh, science fiction, fantasy especially. We were in the big one uh, like five years ago, and now it's, it's getting pushed aside for like manga and... Um, Anything that's um, geared for other kinds of genre, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I hope sci-fi fantasy never really goes away. I mean, um, so that's where I'm at. And uh, this was just a little discussion. This is a little heart-to-heart about where I'm at. I hate dragging up stupid things that, I, that bother me, but um, I, I'm going to go back to writing, so uh, I'll just um, try to keep pushing out my books, trying to bring you some entertaining stories. Um, I've had short stories. Uh, the Immortality Complex is out right now, um, and I, I um, it's a short story. It's like two bucks. And... Um, I have other short stories uh, that are out there as well on Amazon.com. And uh, I just encourage everybody to go and support uh, self-published authors. We do our best with what we've got. And um, we need the love back sometimes. That's just, you know, how we are. Writers need to know that they're being appreciated. Or read. (laughs) That too. So, um, without sounding groveling or anything like that, I'm just going to say support uh, self-publishers like myself. Uh, feedback to us in any shape, form. We, we won't judge you at anything that you put out there. Um, and uh, let's, let's help each other out. Reviewers, book, you know, book writers, we need to support each other in these times. And uh, that's it for today. It was just a quick discussion. And um, I'll try to be more focused on a topic 
that uh, yeah, that won't involve this kind of thing again. I, I don't want to keep bringing it up. And um, I'll just um, focus on the next title. How about that? All right. So that's it for today. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.